Uh, it's been almost four years since the Trudeau Liberals took steps to change gun control laws in Canada. And as you know, it's been a real mess <laughs> ever since. Um, it's way, way behind schedule. There's been fits and starts and back and forth and this way and that. Um, but I guess at the end of the day, it does go forward slowly, not at all smoothly, but forward. Now, one of the key features of this legislation is the gun buyback program. That is where hundreds of models of firearms that were made illegal instantly at the stroke of a pen in this country, many of them owned legally by firearms owners in Canada, uh, would be bought back from the owners and then destroyed again. Four years later, we may be getting closer to seeing that actually start happening. I'm not going to say we are, we might be, because based on what we've seen around this, um, nothing is for certain. We're going to speak with Rod Giltakin now, the head of the Canadian Coalition for Firearms Rights, about this. Rod, thanks for joining us. Appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. Just a little background, a little refresher for everybody. I can't recall if you and I spoke in the last couple months of 2023. We probably did. But just to get everyone up to speed here, the government announces the new gun control in 2020 uh, in response to an incident that happened in another country. But that's another issue. You and others launch a legal challenge against what they're trying to do. That came to court and was dismissed back in October, right? So is that where we are with that? Yeah, that's correct. Well, the the original uh, firearm prohibition on May 1st, 2020 was... Uh, response to the Nova Scotia shooting, and it was the handgun freeze that was right, okay. Yeah, to Uvalde. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Um, now, so is, are the legal challenges exhausted? Are we done with that? Is it over? No, we've appealed. Okay. The the decision was very, I don't know what the word is, suspicious. So we're asking the Court of Appeals to have a look at it. So that's not finished yet. Gotcha. Okay, fair enough. Um, now, parts of this legislation, and this is what you and I have talked about before, um, the gun buyback program. Instantly, hundreds of firearms owned by Canadians. And in retail inventory all over the country, suddenly were made illegal. Um, the other issue here I want to touch on the amnesty, um, because like I say, a lot of Canadians already own these guns. A lot of retailers had already bought these guns for sale. So there was an amnesty where you wouldn't be charged for having these illegal guns. It's been extended, I think twice. It's been extended again until next year, right? Till 2025, actually. Okay. Yeah, I mean, okay, fair enough. So that's where we are. Now we're at the point, though, where I'm hearing that the government is working on a way to actually try and make this buyback come together again, very late. Um, but it was supposed to be much farther along at this point. But here we are. What are you hearing? They're starting to look for partners, the people that might actually carry this out. Where are we with this? Well, uh, they're just uh, they're just searching for people that are interested at this point. So it's still a long process to go, but it's going to be a very complicated process because. Uh, the other the other means they were investigating, whether it was Canada Post or the RCMP or municipal police, all of those plans pretty much fell through. So yep. now they're asking gun stores to confiscate, <laughs> become confiscation centers, uh, you know, directly against their customers. So this is going to be tricky, I think. Yeah, I think it's going to be very tricky. RCMP say, based on the um, criteria that the government has set out, they think there's fewer than 300 different gun stores. What is it they want in a partner? What qualifications does the retailer have to meet in order, if they want to, and I don't know how many will, but what do they need to have in place if they even want to try and do this? I think more than five years of experience. They have to have the capability to uh, handle and ship firearms. They have to have the capability of destroying firearms. And, uh, yeah, I think those are some of the qualifications, but it's, uh, you know, that was, that was 295 of possible, yeah. um, uh, companies that could do that. So we have no idea how many are willing and how many could qualify 
and you just keep paring that number down. So I guess we'll see when uh, when the time comes. This is your world, and you, and you live in it. But my my take on this would be: I can't see there's a lot of willing cooperation from gun retailers and this government around this particular legislation, which so many people have criticized so heavily. Am I wrong? I mean, would there be people or retailers out there that might think, yeah, okay, we'll help you out with this? It just seems like something that is a non-starter to me. Well, I think there's always going to be people that, that you know, can't see past the first opportunity. But I mean, that's a, that's a very interesting choice that an owner of a gun store has to make. It's like, yeah. well, I'll chase some easy money today and sacrifice my reputation right. for the rest of the life of my business, or I'll turn away and try to keep the stop, step away from that money and try to keep the loyalty of my customers. It's going to be a very difficult choice. I, I think you're absolutely right. Now, the government says this buyback program, as, and they've always said, is designed to offer fair compensation to the businesses and the individuals that are impacted. But every time we talk about this, I hear from people who feel like they're getting ripped off. Do you think this will be fair? Comp- I mean, can you settle on a number what do you think in terms of what they're going to be offering does it make sense well that's we can only speculate yeah because yeah. when it when it comes to a rifle like an ar-15 that you purchased i mean if it cost you two thousand dollars you're going to want two thousand dollars plus all the taxes that you paid right and and there's a, a lot of extra equipment like optics yeah. and slings yeah. and stuff like that that are meant for an ar-15 that you may not be able to reuse i mean it's going to be very it's going to be very hard on licensed gun owners that bought these firearms in good faith, who've done nothing to deserve any of this stuff, and they're going to be probably expected to take some kind of haircut. It's just it's it's a really it's a really short sighted, ignorant idea all the way around. Let people keep the guns that they have, and figure out how to stop violence. You know, deal with violence and leave the people that would go through the trouble and to to obtain a firearms license and maintain it. Just leave them alone. They're good people. Rod, when you take a look at this, and it's so far behind schedule, we've been going on about this for four years. The government estimates there could be about a quarter of a million of these guns in Canada. They don't have any means put in place yet to try and buy them back. The amnesty is set to expire in 2025. What are the odds we're just going to see this kick down the road again? I mean, it doesn't seem like there's any real progress to report. Do you think this just continues to be something that hangs over the heads of these gun owners? Yeah, it's not going to happen before the next election. Because the liberals are going to try, they you know they're they're tanking in the polls. They have been for almost a year. They're going to try to make gun control um, an election issue, along with a few other things. Probably promising universal basic income. They're going to do anything to bribe Canadians into giving them another shot. And I think they're just going to wait till the next election, and and then this albatross will be hanging around the neck yeah. of the conservatives. So we'll see how they handle it. Yeah, I, I think you're right. It's just an, it's gone on for so long. Uh, Rod, thank you so much for being here. As always, appreciate your time.